0: They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, they talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness. Hello everybody talkin and
1: welcome back madness. to the Mat Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery. I am here once again with my good friends, Ec2Fly, Eric Trembicki, and the voice that runs the place, the European champion hailing from Bangor, Maine. Somehow it's been like three months. Uh, Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd. We'll get him <laughs> eventually. We'll get one. We all we need is one. Uh, we're coming off of SmackDown's brand exclusive Backlash pay per view. I guess the biggest story in wrestling right now is a brand new first time WWE champion, the Maharaja Jinder Mahal. Uh, Eck, I know your opinion on this. I actually I don't know Alo's. I know Aloe was not upset about it, but how do you feel about Jinder Mahal being the WWE champion? Hmm. <laughs> I loved it.
2: <laughs> it. It's like you couldn't ever really, you. I didn't think they would go all the way, mm-hmm. but they did, and I was completely shocked. And you have to give it to WWE; they really like outdid themselves. Because nobody's, I didn't see this coming. I know you did, but I think you were just doing that out of, joke, out of jokes. <laughs> I know Prep did, but Prep was serious. I know Eric was adamant about he didn't want this to happen. He even sold his world title belt <laughs> the same
1: night. <laughs> Couldn't get rid of it fast enough.
2: Yeah, and I, I gotta give WWE credit here. And um, also, last week you had a, a, a little, some heat with Randy Orton. A little bit. Still, he's not. He's still not in the six one zero. No
1: six one zero. Still waiting. But this work still waiting to get done.
2: But you gotta give the Randy Orton it here because we always say on the show. Even you made it adamant last mm-hmm. week about how he only works to the level of his competition, and he could tell when he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And since gender became number no one contender, a uh, interview from a few years back of Orton putting over gender. Started, started to circulate his, of Orton saying how gender's the future or whatever and Orton uh, look, Randy looked like he wanted to be there like the match wasn't that bad mm-hmm. the match was actually pretty entertaining Randy was invested and it looked like he wanted to be there and going back to those words he said about gender he actually put him over and, let, and um, basically fulfilled what he said about him those X amount of years ago yeah. and we always say how oh well I I try to be very real less hypocritical so I try to watch what I say and not, <laughs> okay because a, a lot of people are real passionate about wrestling and they be like oh that's not what I want that's not what we want but at the end of the day I see it as a television show so I try to see it from both both ways but you complain about oh we don't, we tired of Roman boo oh we don't we don't want these part timers oh WWE's not building new stars but they did yeah and one month ter- in a month's turn They turned Jinder Mahal into the world champion, an enhancement talent on Raw, getting jobbed out with Rusev in a tag team. Hard body Mahal. Hard body Mahal. Ends up going to SmackDown Live in a shakeup, went winning on the World Contenders Battle um, Six Pack Challenge, and went beats Randy Orton. And you have to give it to WWE because like, what do you want now? You're complaining. They made a star. I'm not sure how much you're gonna go with. I think they're more in this than most people think, but you gotta give it to WWE because you didn't see this coming. It's like a big, a big proponent of this. Well, a big component of this whole thing was JBL because yeah. he put gender over huge, and I thought that was perfect because JBL was the last guy that actually did something like this with because mm-hmm. in 2004 JBL was in a tag team was, was part of still the APA and then Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday.
1: Yeah. And infamously,
2: inf- <laughs> infamously. <laughs> infamously, so they had they had no heel on SmackDown, so they broke the APA up and turned JBL into the do- the dominant heel that he was, yeah. and then in a two month time span, he's beaten Edgar around to become WWE champion,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and in a in an era that where kayfabe is basically dead and heels get cheered, you actually have a heel as your champion and nobody wants to see him and if you say you didn't care about this match look at your reaction after the match yeah. you were pissed mm-hmm. so you did care and Jinder Mahal whether you like him or, like him or not he had you he made you care because you didn't want to see him win the title and he did win the title and you turned into what you in to see him lose and hope that he didn't win but he did win so in both so WWE they created interest buzz and a top heel automatically
1: yeah. Uh, Bubba Ray actually tweeted today saying people who love this are going to pay money to see it, and people who hate it are going to pay money to see him lose. Yeah, uh, Eck, your, your thoughts. Have, you you were not a big proponent of this for the last month since they started it. You were not happy on Sunday night. We've had a couple days to think about it. You've now seen a Smackdown live episode with him as the champion. Have
0: you... Has your, Have your thoughts changed at all? I don't want to say they changed dramatically, necessarily. Um, you know, to go to the main key point my best friend just made, this is something fresh, this is something different. People do complain about that. I don't think either of the three of us are going to be the ones complaining about, you know, we're tired of Roman. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Roman's far enough where necessarily we could be tired of him. And I think any of us including myself, we probably said maybe we don't want them in the title picture just for something fresh. Um, but again, it, this is something new, which is great, and it's a surprise. Um, I was not happy Sunday night, and there was the wow factor. I mean, we we, we were sitting in my basement, you know, probably about 10 deep, and I remember when, when that three count hit, you know, I was pissed. I called, I said, wow, you know, I, I was surprised. I would say more than half the room was surprised. Uh, as much as you know, Aaron went down a list of people that you know could see it or didn't. More than half of the room did not see that match. Excuse me, see that match going down that way. Um, maybe I'm old school. Maybe it's a certain way that I you know viewed wrestling. At I think young. I know where you're going with this. I'll try to keep it short because I think I said it last week on the show. Um, it's just one of those things where. They build a star in a month. Now, good for them are doing that. And in an era where, as Aaron said, heels get cheered. AJ Styles was a heel. He got the loudest cheers and reactions every night he came out. Yeah. Kevin Owens has been a heel since... He started. Since he started. He's never not been a heel. Yeah. I mean, he, I, he had his first match. He was a face. By the end of that event, he was a heel. Um... He's gone through, I think he's on his ninth or tenth t shirt, and mm-hmm. they sell. Everything he does sells. Everyone buys into what he does. Jericho as a heel, it was the Except best. Except Vince
1: Russo. <laughs> but
0: doesn't matter. Does not matter at all. Um, thing different here people, including myself, will hate this. They will hate Jinder as a heel. They will hate him. They will hate what he's doing. And they will hate him as a WWE Champion. I dislike him as a WWE champion, for sure. I'm not going to hide that. Um, even when they put out the stat, if he's the 50th different human being to ever hold the WWE champion, that almost makes me cringe about it more. My argument, again, and it's typical, is something that I say all the time. To make the comparison, and Aaron's not the first person I heard, I actually heard someone on a different Dirt Sheet forum uh, put out about JBL in 04. Difference is, JBL has been with WWE for X amount of years, was not released prior, and then brought back as an enhancement talent. JBL has held singles titles. He was a multi-time hardcore champion. He was a former European champion. And he was part of a prominent tag team and won multiple tag team titles with him. He was a genuine badass. Now, this guy was literally just going on a... Winless streak, on Monday Night Raw came over SmackDown, lost his first match, and then wins a couple matches, and then he's the WWE champion. Um, so again, you know we brought up Bubba Ray. Bubba Ray made a really good point, and another thing, I I, I don't want necessarily point the credit. I think the credit goes to him. I believe he's the one that said it. But if Randy Orton retained the title, which I know personally, you passed, you'd mm-hmm. have been annoyed by it to uh-huh. an extent. Me, I wouldn't have gave a damn because I didn't think gender defended uh, deserved the title. Yeah. Obviously, we do this show, so we're going to watch SmackDown regardless. Right. Um, however, if Randy retained it, would we care about the WWE Championship scene? Well, cool. We want to know who's next. We all had to tune in. What was gender going to do on SmackDown? So Had
1: Randy retained, we would not still be talking about this right what? now. We would have been moved on to the next thing already. <laughs> 100%.
0: I think I
1: said uh, when the Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. I said after Hulk Hogan made the turn in WCW when he joined the NWO. I didn't think I'd ever see a wrestling crowd so stunned to see anything as I did at WrestleMania 30 when The take when Taker lost.
0: You saw some of that reaction on Sunday night when Jinder won the title. So. A lot of people are making that comparison to Brock ending the streak and that reaction. You guys are both either going to laugh or hate this, uh-huh. but I compared that reaction to the same reaction the crowd gave when The Miz cashed in Money in the Bank, for <laughs> Um They famously go back to a little girl in the crowd who looked like she yeah. wanted to throw up I'll, and... I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I think that's th- that is the best comparison I can come up with in recent memory. Um... I remember being stunned at that point. Um, you, I get a bad rep on this show for hating the Miz. <laughs> I restart watching the product, and they're pushing down, and I'm like, why do I recognize this guy? Oh, shit. He was on the real world?
1: Yeah.
0: He's running around with the briefcase. I did not know what this briefcase meant. They were explaining it, but I did not grasp that this guy was literally going to cash it in Yeah, the way he did. And obviously, prior to that, you know, cashin's happen that way. But he comes out, takes advantage of a vulnerable Randy Orton and wins the title and I'm sitting here watching wrestling again for 2 weeks and I'm like, "What in the world is going on?" <laughs> and that was my natural way of, you know, disliking him and you know, maybe I hold a grudge against it 6 years later, I still dislike him for that. Uh but again, I mean, I'm interested which way they're going to go. Obviously, we we you know, we know the end result, backlash, um, Orton loses the title, the 50th WWE Champion of all time is Jinder Mahal, he's going to defend the title in a month time against Randy Orton mm-hmm. in a rematch, so yeah, cool, we saw him on SmackDown, people are making the, people that are happy about it, their their thing is, at least we're going to see the WWE Champion, cool, we saw him, <laughs> we saw him, but uh, he didn't have a match. That's true, he didn't. After Brock won the title, we saw him the next week. Yeah. Uh,
1: Before we move on to SmackDown specifically, I think obviously we've all touched on the idea of India is a huge emerging market that they're trying to really tap into. This clearly is something that will help them do that. I don't know if you guys both saw the, uh, the call on Indian television. When no,
2: I, didn't watch it. I did I did see a post about it. Posted, I didn't watch
1: uh, it. Do yourself a favor and watch it. You will watch it multiple times. I promise you. You love some of the comments we get from India on our Facebook page. You will thoroughly enjoy hearing the Indian commentary on this moment. It was incredible. Um, <laughs> calling in, like the, the guys yelling like India number one. It, it, it's awesome. Um, I like that they gave him that segment earlier in the show when he gets out of the limo they had the uh the Persian rug or whatever.
2: I, the magic carpet. The ma- <laughs>
1: yeah. I love yeah. that. It was it was really I like that they actually invested in this. Uh they invested in it prior and I didn't I wasn't joking when I predicted gender. I thought it was funny that it would make people mad, but I honestly believed that they were building this for him to win. Um and I'm more excited to see what happens with the title now than I would have been with Randy Orton. I don't know where it goes from here. Um, well, you,
0: you're not getting your ideal picture. I don't want to. Oh no, no, do I, that I'm,
1: that. I'm aware that I that I was wrong about that. Uh, but Rusev is not going to be getting his title shot at Money in the Bank.
0: Uh, what happened? Was he in a car accident? Because he hasn't been on SmackDown. He was supposed to be there last week. Then he was at a concert. Now he's not here this week. Well, maybe he didn't get his title shot of money in the bank, so he's not coming to
1: SmackDown. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see him on Monday.
0: <laughs> or no. tomorrow. what day's TNA on? Thursdays? Maybe I honestly don't,
1: don't even know anymore. The owl. I've never the known. Owl. <laughs> I think that uh, I-, I was happy with it. I like one of the ways Ek, you tried to sell me on Goldberg beating Lesnar in eighty six seconds at Survivor Series was how surprising it was. That none of us saw it coming. It's not that none of us saw this coming, but it, it's just something different. It's something new. And I think even if you like, I predicted this, I was still
0: surprised that it actually yeah. happened. It, you know, like I was saying, Aaron mentioned about a couple people that weren't going to be surprised about it. But I, I want to say everyone, 10 at least, maybe 11 or 12 people, I, I think everyone was surprised.
1: Yeah. Um, I also liked on SmackDown... They hyped up, hyped up this Punjabi celebration. <laughs> um, I love that Jinder's voice was gone. I don't know if that's from doing interviews. I don't know if that's supposed to be from him celebrating. But WWE clearly made a big deal out of this. It's not like they gave him this title and now we're just moving on. They wanted to like really hammer it home. like This is a big deal. And JBL comparing Jinder to... Mother Teresa and Mahatma Gandhi was incredible. <laughs> JBL is gold. We're fans. <laughs> but I, I like that they followed up what happened on Sunday with like actually putting like putting their money where their mouth was yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah,
2: I love the police escort. The
1: police escort that was, was awesome. The police escort into the arena was great. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. Uh Eck, did you did you enjoy the way they handled it on Tuesday night or you would have rather seen him have a match?
0: I I would have liked to see him have a match just because I think that's kind of common. I don't think that's my only dislike. You know what? As much as I'm not a fan of it, I think the segment needed more. Um, you know, he got to do his you know diss to the crowd and then he talked in his native tongue. What, whether, which, either way, he spoke to the crowd, um, English, you know, his in Punjabi, whatever was mm-hmm. going on, you know, I maybe I wish Orton came out. Uh, maybe I wish he would have shot on Orton more. Uh, maybe I would have wished someone else would have stepped in the limelight. I know it's a shorter show than Raw. Yeah, I think there's something more I wanted. Uh, I know they're going for the, you know, anti-American thing. Maybe I, I wanted him to make me hate him more.
1: So, you're actually getting directly to the next thing I was going to bring up, which I guess is the last thing we'll talk about with this. We need a reason, like, the whether you're watching at home, whether you're watching in the arena, there needs to be a reason to boo him other than he's from India, or that he's Indian. Like, that's not enough. Like, whether it's that he's arrogant or cocky or just... Looking down at the fans, there has to be some some other reason for heat than just you have brown skin, so we don't like you. Like, so, that's it's that's not enough, and I'm glad that you yeah. brought that up.
0: So I don't want I don't want to go there because I I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like that's something it you know with his culture, who can who else can you think of that WWE WWE has signed? Greg Holly. Kind of similar. Greg Holly had some buzz from being in movies, but they brought him in. They strapped the world title around him. Obviously, after that, he slowly declined. His work was never good. A little different with Jinder Mahal. Obviously, he can work better. He's not a phenomenal worker. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, and we talk about it every week, about them going for that you know, um, Indian fan base. I just feel like, why not push him hard in the mid card? My thing where I don't, I dislike him. I'm going to dislike him, and I know I'm not the only person. I may be the only person on this panel um, that will dislike him because I think he got pushed too hard to, like, like he did not deserve this. Uh, he didn't earn it. Uh, a lot of old school wrestling fans, and it's not like he's someone like a giant. He's not a Brock Lesnar. He's not an AJ Styles who tore up the Indies and won world titles in every other promotion and came there and is winning the WWE Championship. In my opinion, he doesn't deserve it, so I'm naturally going to hate him. Then if he wants to shoot her in America, I'm going to hate him more. <laughs> that's me, and that's how I assume everyone else should look at it. Y- you make a good point if you're not narrow-minded like me, and you're like, oh, cool, this is fresh, Oh, but now he, oh, he doesn't like Americans. Ah, oh, grr, I don't like him. <laughs> I guess there should be something more. I don't think they're going to give him anything more. I, I doubt it.
1: I don't think they are either. Um A-Lo, any, any other thoughts on this before we move on to uh, the U.S. title?
2: No, I thought, I thought it was interesting, and I'm looking forward to seeing where they go and how long this is actually a thing.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see that myself. Uh, United States Championship, we have the new face of America, Kevin Owens, defending against the phenomenal AJ Styles. I thought this was a great match. I actually liked the finish on this. It was a different way to end it with AJ's leg falling in the little hole where the monitor is, his foot is caught in the wires, ends in a countout. We get a post-match attack. It gives it gives a reason for them to still have unfinished business going forward, Um, and it's a good way for AJ to lose without really losing. Um, Owens was awesome uh, on the post show, uh, running down uh, Rosenberg or whatever his name is Rosenthal. I don't even know. You don't like either.
0: The poor man's Pash. Yeah, the poor man's me. So so you don't like Sam and you don't like Rosenberg either. Nope, I think they both suck. (laughs) All right. Do you just like them?
2: Sam Roberts, I don't like. Rosenberg, I haven't had enough of them to hate. I just know Ron hates
1: them. It's not even hate. It's just like you you do add... Like, there's nothing that you're adding. Like, to me, it's like as if no one was there. It's, it's just completely neutral. Good shirts, though. So, yeah, I'll give them credit for wearing good t-shirts. So, I guess
0: uh, a little bit of... I, don't, I don't, don't want to shoot on you and say where I could see where... I, did you know who he was aside from wrestling? I mean, I'm aware of him. I don't, like, know, know who he is. Like, I'm, I'm, like... I'm I, don't, I don't know, no, but I get, I've been aware for a while. I, I mean, you know, he's involved in fashion. I don't want mm-hmm. to say completely the sneaker scene, but he also a, a lot with uh, hip-hop music. Yeah. So the thing I like is this kind of cross Branding and yeah, the One Direction, and that's something I'm a fan of.
2: Yeah, yeah. Th- that's the whole point with him in WWE. because he's a it, he's a radio personality. He's
0: a, I think it's huge that they're doing that. Yeah, it I, is. I like it. Yeah, it benefits them, but that doesn't mean. He's and a I'm director. I'm glad they're doing more with him than Sam. I think he actually at least, um, I think he himself could have a full time job. So with where, WWE.
1: where I just said I don't hate, I don't hate him. I can't stand Sam Roberts. I think he sucks. <laughs> I think he's annoying. I think he's unentertaining. He makes me want to turn off. If he's on a podcast, I want to turn it off. If he's on the WWE Network, I want yeah. to flip the chat with something so,
0: else. So, so my th- my argument on it is where like I see Rosenberg fits in. Where Sam Roberts, if he's a fan, great for him. I love it. I just feel like he's an extra from the Big Bang Theory that popped
1: up. Yeah, Rosenberg, I don't have hate for him. I think when I'm watching the WWE product, he's not adding anything for me. He's just a guy that's there who I feel like, eh, you're not doing anything. You're not enhancing this in any way, shape, or form. Um, But that's not to take away uh, from this match. Uh, Alo, did you like this match?
2: Yeah, I love this match. I wish it had an ending, but I'm glad it's actually going to continue. I liked how, um, AJ's knee did play into the match. Like I said, it probably will be a, a key factor into the match. When he went for the forearm. or forearm, he missed the springboard. And then Owen's classic, the whole leg in the, um, yeah, the monitor hole, perfect. Mm-hmm. And then on SmackDown, I'm sure we'll get to it, he was even more
1: perfect. Perfect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, uh, well, I guess we can get into... Uh, well, uh, Ed, what were your thoughts on Owens and AJ?
0: The match was awesome. Uh,
1: Lived up to your expectations?
0: Yeah. It, uh, it's obvious that I, I think that was a match of the show. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, it, it wasn't the ideal ending, but it didn't bury no one. And at the same time... You could see AJ wanting another match at the US title later down yeah. the line. We'll obviously get to another topic where they're both involved in. But yeah, I thought the match was solid. I uh,
1: We also had Dolph Ziggler <laughs> and Shinsuke Nakamura. The artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. The answer, Dolph Ziggler. The answer, Dolph Ziggler. I thought the match was just okay. Uh, but I was really put off... By the fact that Dolph w- was getting the better of most of the match, if this is two months into Shinsuke being on SmackDown, I'm probably fine with that. What I don't like is that they're everything they're saying on the show, and is like them trying to tell us this guy is a star. You want to watch this guy, but they're not actually presenting him as one. Like really. This, I don't think they're presenting... No, because to me, this was like... This should have been a showcase for Shinsuke Nakamura. This is his first pay-per-view. He's headlining this show. He's the guy we've marketed around. And he was getting the worst of most of that match. I feel like that match should have showcased him, and it didn't.
2: Hmm, Because I feel that how WWE's presented him as an attraction, they have it done. They have it down pat. Completely, ha- pre- how they present him as an attraction because he comes out like for example, for a, a month and a half he didn't wrestle at all. Mm-hmm. They like he just shut up and everybody loved him, and they they sing they sing his song with him when it, during his entrance he comes out says a few words says few, literally a few words and the crowd eats him up. So I think they succeeded in making him an attraction. This match I thought the match was fine. It's not w- nobody was invested in it as a, if this happened two years ago when Dolph like, Ziggler was actually hot and actually was coming off something that meant something and was doing something important. We would care more, but these two are going to have another match. I'm pretty sure soon. I think it's, it's rumored that on the June 13th episode they're going to have another another match and they're both in Money in the Bank. So I'm interested interested to see where they go. But like like I said, the the. the the build wasn't that great because Dolph Ziggler isn't the guy you want leading mm-hmm. a few in the microphone, especially with an international superstar. And they did succeed in building a star and in, in making him an attraction in Shinsuke Nakamura.
1: So here, here's what I'll say about that: like the the reasoning behind him coming across as a star is the crowd reaction to him, which yeah. has nothing to do with what WWE is actually doing. It's like these people just want to see him. I feel like they're they're telling us... This kind of goes back to what I said about gender. They have him win the title on Sunday. Then they bring him out there on Tuesday with this big celebration. It's a big segment that stands alone. They're backing it up with what they're doing on the show. I feel like they have not actually had Shinsuke... I feel like they haven't actually handled him right. I think the crowd is
0: reacting well to him. Well, but I don't think they're handling him right I on I think the by show. SmackDown, they kind of... They, they fixed it a little bit. Uh, I, th- I think by the main event, it, it was a little fixed. Uh, my complaint, I I kind of want to say similar, and we're, we're talking about crowd reactions or mm-hmm. something that you mentioned. Crowd's huh? not into the match. Crowd's <laughs> not into the match. Uh, Chicago should be shamed on theirself. <laughs> Chicago is a huge WWE wrestling crowd. Chicago. I have seen, by watching WWE, have some of the best reactions. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, this is not a... Neither of them are Chicago natives. I, I'm not going to get into it, but I've seen a Chicago native have yeah. a wrestling match mm-hmm. in the same arena. It was one of the greatest wrestling matches I've ever seen, and the crowd helped make it that. Yeah. The crowd was dead during this match. A less filled arena in Dallas the year before Snapped. Shinsuke versus Sami Zayn. Obviously, I don't. I don't want to put the calibers to the same. Uh, I don't want to argue Zayn versus uh, Ziggler. That match was better. The crowd reaction was better. The overall feel of the match was better. I I had high hopes for the match. I think if I rewatch it back, more than once, I think I'll like it a little more. But I, the crowd did not help this match at all. Uh, they were dead. They were asleep. It was the first match of the night. Mm-hmm. They they should have they should have been they should have been going bonkers, but they weren't.
1: Yeah, I uh, I just felt like you should be showcasing this guy. It's not like he's in there against AJ Styles or Kevin Owens. He's in there with Dolph Ziggler, who is known as being a loser at this point. <coughs> I feel like he should have been dominant in this match, and he wasn't. That's that's my nitpick about it uh, on SmackDown. We have obviously the Orton Jinder rematch announced by Shane and then he announces the contestants for the money in the bank ladder match all four of them AJ, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens not in <laughs> and Shinsuke Nakamura and KO not happy about it Says. Lip. Yeah, Shane, you kept me out because I was able to beat the guy you couldn't beat at WrestleMania. To which Shane, give him credit, says, "You know what? He made some good points. You're in the match." Now my thing was, he's like,
2: "Hey, yo, hey, I want a match too on Sunday, even yeah. though he won my count out. I should need yeah. his match yeah.
0: too." <laughs> so won, so good point. Yeah, I and he points out that the guy that lost the match is in the match. Yeah, he made a phenomenal point. He did, and no pun intended.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They, they paid off that, that part of the story. Um, I, how awesome was it just to see AJ and Nakamura standing next to each other in a WWE ring?
2: It was. Even backstage, so, but they, they didn't even hide it. Mm-hmm. They didn't hide it at all, which I, thought, which I was shocked that they didn't hide it.
0: Me too. I was so, glad they didn't, though. Yeah, they um, they did a great job with that, and I thought that was a... Again, no pun intended. Uh, a phenomenal selection <laughs> of uh, six guys. Six guys put together at one time in the ring that you we all can get invested in, whether a heel or a face. They're they're all good. Yeah. They're all good. Do
1: either of you think that they should have done something to have to earn
0: the spot, or it's just these six guys are above everybody else? So they six
2: guys be... above everybody else.
0: Yeah, because I, I hate those number one. I, I hate when it's like... It's not like they're contending for a title. They're contending for a chance. I, I, I like that... I like the way they did it.
1: Yeah. The Alo alluded to the segment with AJ and Nakamura in the locker room with AJ mentioned we go way back. You know, we've learned a lot from each other. We learned to respect each other. This is the first time we're ever teaming up together. Uh, but this is the house that AJ Styles built, so you just follow my lead and everything will be good. Shinsuke follows up with, you know, this might be the house you built, but... After Money in the Bank, it'll be my playground. They obviously win the match. AJ and Nakamura, there was no way they weren't going to win the match.
2: I thought AJ was on turn. Really? Because he was on that turn for way too long.
1: Yeah, I didn't 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 expect that. that. Um, But AJ, if you noticed, referred to Shinsuke as
0: the rock star. Now... Mm -hmm. Now, I did hear that more than once, and I was uh, going to allude to this earlier when we mentioned the artist formerly known. Mm-hmm. I think our boy bro dog was listening again. He knows we're not <laughs> a fan of, um, I don't know if it's been said, I th- want to say I said it, but it's a ripoff of Goldust's gimmick. I believe <laughs> you went with the print or print Prince, or something. Yeah. Golddust was the artist formerly known as Goldust. Mm-hmm. Now, Shinsuke Nakamura in 2017 is in WWE as the artist Shinsuke Nakamura. So what? Is he going to switch a gold gear and be the artist formerly <laughs> known as Shinsuke Nakamura? That's stupid. I like that they're calling him the rock star. That makes sense. He basically is a rock star. So when AJ first said it, I thought AJ was calling an audible
1: and basically <laughs> saying, I'm not going to call him that. But allegedly, we've heard uh, Derek and Russ mention, uh, you know, they're powers that be or the the person in the know I forget exactly how they word it on their show but sources say that that came from up top at WWE he's not going to be known as a superstar he's going to be known as the rock star of WWE <laughs> so this is a conscientious effort to call him the rock star of WWE so get ready, you, you heck you said you heard it more than once the other night get ready to hear it a lot more yikes Do do we have ourselves a thing? With the Rockstar? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Um, Women's
1: division. We had the six-woman tag. The heels won. The welcoming committee gets the win. Natty tapped Becky with the sharpshooter. I don't think any of us saw it turning out quite that way. Um, We had a tag match on SmackDown. Actually, did either of you get anything out of the women's tag match?
2: I was shocked that um, Becky tapped out, that was sh- I, I I didn't see that coming at all.
1: Yeah, I, in hindsight, I feel like I should have seen it coming because Charlotte, obviously, they're not going to have take the loss, and they're not going to have the champion
0: take the but, loss. I, but I could have seen her maybe taking a pinfall. Pinfall, that's different. But I, didn't, yeah. I, I didn't see her tapping out. Right. So, so it's been said multiple times, I, I believe, maybe a year ago, I, hopefully, I was saying and I think we all may have said you know Natalia with her uh, family lineage, she deserves a a women's title. Yeah, she won. had those great matches with Charlotte, and, and I think uh, I know. Aaron said recently that you know that that time has passed. I thought immediately when she made her tap, I was she made the first SmackDown Women's Champion tap. She she's gonna get a run. That that's what I was thinking initially. Um, nothing major I took away from the match.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like a. Uh... Just didn't do much. Yeah. Didn't move anything forward, really. Unless that is the start of something for Natalia, then that is...
0: Well, as, as we see in the the, uh, the coming nights, that uh, it, it does seem like both factions are kind of... You know, they're bumping heads again. They're falling I, apart. I, yeah, they're, they're, everyone's <laughs> back to where they should be, focusing on the title. I, I'm
2: glad that happened, because I was like, why is this tag team match happening again? What about the title? The, mm-hmm. That's done. What about the title? I'm, I'm glad they addressed it, though.
1: Me too. Becky... Got a submission on Carmella in the tag match, but like you said, everybody came in to the back arguing about who was getting the next title shot, which it's always good to see them after the championship. Ellsworth, again. Gold. gold. Tamina, this is the, the, the reason chef, you man. haven't gotten a chance at the title is because you're too busy giving Being me in the friend line. zone. Duh. <laughs> you're in the friend zone. Duh. Awesome. Um, Charlotte throws her hat into the ring after Natty, Carmella... Becky and Tamina do. Shane makes a fatal a fatal five way for next week on SmackDown. Who do we see coming out as the number one contender? Is it Charlotte? Is that too obvious?
2: I think it I think Carmela gets the win because she's beaten A only twice, mm-hmm. and I think
1: And they've been not bashful about mentioning that every week.
2: Exactly. So I think Carmella gets even it's elimination too, so that's, that that gives it more of a shock back.
1: She'll be the only one that has help.
0: Yes. So I'll <laughs> go with Carmela winning. Eck. Before that match, um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with Natalia just because of the point I made. And
2: then there's a rumor going around that there's gonna be a women's Money in the Bank ladder match at this year's Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. So, you need, I would assume, you will want your star power, your top star power with Charlotte and Becky Lynch in that match. Yeah, and you could have Carmella, who's a lesser name in the division, actually go and face. Um, Naomi, since she still does really have a gripe with her as well.
1: Right. I, uh, I, I'm I, i kind of torn between the two that you chose. Those are the two people I think are most likely to win. I would like to see it be Natty, but you guys both know I've said on the show before I love the idea of Ellsworth walking out holding <laughs> her title. So I'm, I think I'm going to go with Carmella. I'm not sold 100% on it, but I think I would like to see it. But do you guys think the women's division on SmackDown is is in good shape right yeah, now? Yeah, it's in good shape. Cause I I got a little worried about it where I felt like I it's it's bad that I don't care about.
2: This. Well, it's well you didn't care because it wasn't about the title, right. but now it's about the title mm-hmm. and you actually get some progression and some story and secondary story. So I think it's in good shape.
1: Yeah, I, I feel better about it after Tuesday than I did after Sunday. Um, tag team division, we have. Brazongo versus the Usos,
2: <laughs> the Uggos.
1: The Uggos, they showed us a recycled fashion files on the pay per
0: view, which I was not happy about. I Me mean, neither. I, I wish thought I they could have done a,
1: a new thing.
0: But Smackdowns, perfect.
1: It was great. Uh, Breeze that he came out undercover as the janitor was awesome. <laughs> Using the mop that he he used the mop in the match. I thought this match was a lot of fun. I. At certain points, I believed they were going to win. Obviously, the Usos did get the win. JBL saying that the Usos won when it was four against two. <laughs> I thought it was great because of the, the multiple Breeze uh, costume changes. But I, I really was upset that Brazongo did not get the win. I was win. too. Eck, were you upset as well, or did you not really care too much?
0: I felt... I don't know if I felt more upset that he didn't get the win Sunday night. Or more upset they didn't get the win Tuesday night. Yeah, I was yeah. more mad Tuesday. Me too, because they set it
1: up with Shane comes in to speak with them, and they're
0: oh, they have tired. their boxes. Yeah, the So
1: like, good. The boxes. Uh, as long as they've cleaned out their desks, uh,
0: they almost gave Shane back. The, well, they did give Shane back they their, t- guns. They, they <laughs> the their guns. They turned in their badges. Oh, the, the lie. Be
1: careful, it's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the so yeah, they good. turn it. They think they have to turn in their badges uh, and their pistols. They said that. Our day one was an H uh, Yeah their day Their day one was a little more H than ours <laughs> Yeah uh, Fandango saying Yeah you know It's loaded Be be careful It's loaded <laughs> um, We're disgraced disgrace to the uniform <laughs> I, Like I was rolling
2: You guys know you're really in cops right? That's what my dad tells me <laughs>
1: Yeah, but But then Shane says, look, you guys proved you belong here. Like, oh, we're back on the case. And then they're, like, all fired up to go back out there. They had the two one-on-one matches. They each help each other get a schoolboy finish, which leads to a
0: title match right there. I thought, oh, my God, it has to happen right now. They cut that promo. Uh, I'm honestly, not to cut you off, I'm honestly thinking for any hatred or any backlash they got for the WWE Championship title reign, I'm... I'm sitting in my living room, and mind you, I'm about 45 to 50 minutes behind mm-hmm. on SmackDown watching it on the DVR, and I'm rewinding it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're, they're going to get the titles. And a couple minutes gets into the match, and you guys may or may not remember. Now, I think with time lapse, it should have been, if I would have looked deeper, it should have been before it. But I got a group te- in a group text, um, great friend of the show, Josh preppy Guina sends a text, <laughs> Today's awesome. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. They won. They're going to win the belts. Prep's floating. it. So I, I replied to Prep. I was like, hey, man, I'm working. So, you know, nobody sent any more texts. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, is going to win the tag titles. Prep gave it away.
1: You see Fandango hit the, the last dance.
0: So, is that what he calls his leg drop? I believe so, yeah. So, let me put out... Despite the result and us not liking it, the sequence that match ended was phenomenal. I I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was great. I I can't ask for much more. As far as I know from Brizongo, maybe I have not paid enough attention to their in ring work. Yeah. I've said this when they first got paired up. Does Brizongo still do the leg drop? Mm-hmm. When he when he had his mania match and he. Uh, Jericho put him over He won with a leg drop When he first came in He was using a leg drop I don't recall him Using a leg drop In any of his tag matches I know he
1: he won with the Falcon Arrow Last week
0: He did the leg drop And I saw the tag And I knew what was about to happen But I loved it (laughs) I loved it I'm pissed about the result Don't get me wrong That match was awesome That match was short That match was good you go for a leg drop and then you... you as you're going for a pin on Frog Splash, that was awesome.
1: Yeah, I like it. Halo?
2: I was so sad too, just <laughs> on Tuesday. I was like, they're gonna get it! They're gonna... I was so invested because they, they, they got those quick wins on SmackDown because SmackDown did a good job. They packed in a lot. We actually saw the Tag Champions Russell on TV. Yeah. So they actually packed in a lot. I wish... Like, I wish... like. Backlash was fun, but I do wish that the fact that they went they got a little bit more seriously, because this is a tag team title match. Yeah. Even though you, you did have your time to be fun, but get a little bit more serious. But I was so upset Tuesday for Brazongo. I hope they're not at, at the title scene. I still want the Fashion Files to be a thing. And I hope New Day doesn't just slide in and take their, their spotlight at this,
1: at this point. I'm but with that's you. That's
2: what it seems to be. But I hope Brazongo. Is still on, t- on on my TV weekly.
1: Me too. And one one of my highlights from SmackDown was they're in, on the ramp after they've won the two matches, and Fandango's on the microphone saying, "Why the long faces? You look like you got caught wearing white after Labor Day." I loved it.
2: <laughs> <do you> think? <laughs> the fact that Breeze came out to the ring with his box of stuff. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I'm still praying. And when they made the the white to Labor Day, and this may just be my up uh, my um. The way I was brought up, I was like, "Oh my gosh, they're gonna dress the white forces right now." <laughs> they brought they brought up wearing white after Labor Day. They're gonna dress the white forces. <laughs> yeah, I
1: enjoyed it. the the fact that they're they're making fashion legitimately a part of the their characters. I think is funny. Uh, I I hope that it's not the end of it. I Nothing hope great. it keeps going. I would love to see them win titles.
0: And a good thing, you know. Speaking of tag division, you know, New Day firmly put over how how good breezango has been doing on uh, Talking Smack. So, th- New Day being the biggest tag team, anyone wants to argue it. This is the biggest tag team WWE's seen in what seven years? Yeah, Eight and I've, years, I've seen years. Yeah, th- them putting it over. I don't think it's going away.
1: I've seen articles just through doing Google searches. Um, where people are writing, like, Brazango's making wrestling fun again. And it's like, that's true. Like, they're doing something different. They're doing something that's making people laugh. And they're actually good in the ring. So both of them. Oh, my gosh. Both so of they, them are good. They kill it in the ring. Like, I think
0: Fandango got turned into a joke or whatever. But, like, he's actually he's actually good. He He was good from ever since Jericho put him over. I'm not saying he wasn't good before that, but, you know, he got put right into that. Match at Mania, he was there for a month before he got put over by one of the all time greats, yeah, and he floundered downwards quickly after that.
1: Yeah, another ball that, that they've dropped. Um, Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin was anybody else shocked that Sami Zayn got the win in this match? I was not me,
0: you know, I, I called that at the beginning, he did, you're right, they <laughs> okay. don't give Sami Zayn anything, so I was completely shocked. One clean, like a legit clean well, they win. Real, they realized they messed up by giving him a win, so they made up with that by <laughs> giving uh, him an ass kick in days later. They
1: did, but, like, obviously on SmackDown, Zayn gets the win in, like, 45 seconds. He does get destroyed after the match. But, like, where did that big push that we were hearing about from Dave Meltzer from two months ago go? Big Dave? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, WWE was ready to run with Baron Corbin the the two weeks before WrestleMania, and they just haven't done it.
2: Because he was my pick to win money in the bank, but I'm not so sure anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to think about that. Uh, Does anyone else have any thoughts from SmackDown? Good to go. Anybody want to give ratings for Backlash? You want to refresh... Listener's memory of the rating system. If it's a horrible
2: show, it's a jobber for it's full in the middle, it's a slobber knocker. If it's a fantastic show, it's a show stop.
1: heck you got a rating for Backlash?
0: I'm going to give it a low slobber knocker. I was just playing slobber knocker.
1: I'm going to go slobber knocker as well. I thought matches were good. There were some results I wasn't thrilled about.
0: But honestly, I enjoyed the show. To defend my low slobber uh-huh. knocker, I almost gave it a jobber. Or- uh, there were some matches yeah. that were good. I had a good time watching it. So that's actually could be in the show's overall favor. Yeah. That I had a good time watching it with some uh, good brothers. Uh, but the main event. Main event wasn't good. Bad taste in your mouth. I wanted the tag titles to change. The opening match disappointed. Yeah. Those are three good reasons why it's, in my opinion, a, a low slope. A, a low... Bordering on here. a jobber. Bordering on her. From you. Yeah.
1: Uh, before we get into Raw... Just want to mention uh, Matt Madness Podcast Network. Check out False Count Anywhere with uh, Derek McCauley, Rusty Agostino, and Zach Harmon. Uh, they had an interview with uh, Flip Gordon, uh, who just signed with Ring of Honor, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can hear that. Uh, can it's a military that
0: on, background as well. Any of our uh, military listeners?
1: Yeah, you can find that on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher. Uh, their regular show that came out on Tuesday and the interview that came out on Wednesday uh, another perfect edge will be dropping on Monday with myself and Donovan the lowdown Lloyd so check out both of those shows lot of madness <laughs> yeah a lot a lot of madness being talked did anybody
2: see, did anybody see Donovan and Jinder's
0: celebration no I, I, he must have misses uh, well, he blended credentials Yeah yeah <laughs> Uh cause we we know he was adamant about this. Yeah. He was. He's not gonna enjoy the first first start of this episode. No. <laughs> uh so
1: Raw, we have a Universal Championship which has which hasn't been on TV since what? Mm-hmm. The Raw After Mania? Yep. So we haven't seen it in a well over a month going on too. Um We got a Bray Wyatt promo. We had Roman come out. They uh a couple times they called each other old friend. Do you guys remember the night after Mania last year when they tagged together and everybody loved it and went crazy for it? Like, what happened to that? <laughs> like, after Mania last year, they throw those two guys in a tag team. was one of the biggest reactions of that whole show. And then it goes away. I don't know. I, I just feel like they, they've never really quite figured out what to really do with either one of these guys. Nope.
2: Because they keep them, like, they try so hard to keep them away from each other. And then when they do bring them, together, they bring them together, they keep away Dean, for whatever reason. Yeah. And you can tell, it's like, we don't know what to do with these guys at times.
0: Yeah. Eck. Yeah. You know, I don't like, if they're going to bring it up, let's mention that they're former tag team champions. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it makes it, obviously, interesting for... You know, one of our main events next week uh, when they face each other. I do like when we have the awkward moments when they come out and help each other, and it's, I don't need your help. I wasn't there to help you. You know, I'm (laughs) out there to to get my own. Um, But but there were some interesting parts of this uh, opening segment for sure. Wasn't a bad
1: opening segment. Um, I think that, obviously, I always love it when Angle comes out. Angle makes the match, Roman versus Bray. Samoa Joe gets in the middle of it, ends the match. Um, Seth comes out, Seth and Roman standing tall at the end. Angle with Seth and Roman backstage. He puts them in a tag match against Joe and Bray Wyatt. The Drifter comes back, I guess we can get to that (laughs) later. Um, He put him in a match with Dean Ambrose. Wyatt and... Joe against Seth and Roman. Main event of the show. I thought it was a decent match. But I'm. And I know they've been doing this forever. Like, even back in the Attitude Era, they were doing this. I'm just so over these tag team matches that ultimately don't mean anything for anybody.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, I don't know what else they can do. But I'm just. Like, these things just don't do anything for me for
0: the most part. I
1: don't know. Did either one of you really get anything out of this main event?
0: So, uh, I, you know, I'm kind of glad you brought that up. Uh, I guess, kind of thinking it during while watching the match, I had a hard time getting invested. Uh, I feel like that's kind of a a common theme for me with Monday Night Raw. The main event. It's not just a you thing, by the way. (laughs) I promise you. I'm sitting there (laughs) and I ask myself, I'm like, and and especially the weeks I know I'm going to be on the podcast. I'm like. I should be watching this. I shouldn't fast forward it. I should just fast forward the commercials, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, do I really expect a spectacle to take place? Mm, do, you shouldn't. Do, do do I expect this to be a five-star classic? Um, this is going to be a bad comparison, but do, do I com- expect this? Ta- it's, let's go to this past week. Do I expect this tag team match to be Y2AJ versus The New Day? <laughs> do I expect it to be that good? Um, th- that's something I always have a hard time with uh, for main events overall. And we're talking about tag teams, and you know, I'm even going to get off tag teams when Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns, and I'm throwing two random names. If they're main eventing Monday Night Raw with no stipulation, do what? Do, what do I care about it for? Like what I'm not expecting this match it, and I think I naturally think I'm the only one looking at it that way I'm like w- what do I care about this match but i I know going into that tag match I'm sitting there I'm like I get it you know we're a, at that time a little more than a week and a half away from extreme rules trying to get momentum and I guess that's where it should be a little different this week we'll be six days out from extreme rules and yeah. trying to get momentum to that uh the fatal five way. But the tag match, obviously, the the guys that are in each team are going to be facing each other to an extent the following week. Yeah.
2: Well, Raw's not going to change. <laughs> the only thing they could do is like announce this match at the start of the night, but not like have a whole segment for it. Just say, "Hey, yeah. we got this tag team match tonight." Big implications for Extreme Rules. But um, the thing I did like was that. Roman knocking it, hit the punch with on Seth because that builds to their match mm-hmm. next next week. And you got Finn Balor. We'll get to him in a little bit. We got Finn Balor on a Triple Threat against Bray and Bray and Joe. That's something That's mm-hmm. something new too. So we got two thing. We got we got one thing that's new and something that's interesting because Roman inadvertently knocked Seth out. Yeah. And Roman hasn't beat Seth yet one on one, so I'm interested to see where they go with that. But other than that, that's the only intriguing thing I got out of this.
1: Right. Uh, the good part of this whole thing was. We had Finn Balor against Carl Anderson. Finn comes out and cuts a promo, gets interrupted by Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman could not have done a better job of putting over Finn Balor. Nope. I was legitimately wowed by that segment. I was too. I was like, wow, this is incredible.
0: I I don't want to say I was wowed. You can't expect anything less from the GOAT. I'm not even wowed that Heyman... Pulled it off. I did not expect I was surprised him coming out. pulled him over. Oh, I, I did not see that coming. Like that uh, whole I was segment, watching, I was like, I was like, I didn't see any of this happening. I'm watching that segment with Troy, and he's like, <laughs> I'm starting to like Paul Hammond. Is this because I'm getting older? <laughs> really? He, and I I could not stop laughing. I'm like, he's like, well, when you were little, did you like him, or did you not start liking him until you got older? I literally I couldn't even answer. It laughing the whole time. Uh, it was a great segment. And I think I'll be the first one, I'll say it early. I mean that's what I want. That's what I want. Uh you know, pretty much unless it's Joe or Ba or Joe or Balor, that's the freshest lineup we can see for Brock. Yeah. And Heyman put Balor over that if you're in a match with Brock, there's a chance you can win. Mm-hmm. If it was anyone else, I don't like maybe he would say that to Joe, but he never said that Seth could probably beat him. He never said that Roman Reigns is a badass Samoan and could probably beat him. He didn't think that Bray Wyatt, with a whole family, could beat Brock Lesnar. But he said Finn Balor, who's the smallest guy in this Fatal Five, well, I think I think you have a chance against my
1: beast. He called four out of the five victims. Mm-hmm. And he said, Finn Balor, you're no victim. Yeah. Like, I also
2: love Paul Heyman saying it. Set extreme freaking rule. Yeah. Like, set freaking rules. Yeah. I was like, I love that part.
1: And then he said, I know a little something about extreme. Yeah. I was like, I, oh, great. And the crowd went nuts for it. I popped for that, Troy. Didn't <laughs> understand why Why I
0: uh, I thought that was cool. Um. Mm-hmm. Shows my age. Thinking about Paul's
2: promo, like Eric hit on, I thought this was perfect. I expected something else out of this. Because the way it was going, I was like, Is Paul going to try to get him to be a Heyman guy?
0: Yeah. Oh, which you could only pray. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is about to be be different. I'll I'll, I'll call it early. If we could get a Survivor Series 2002, I'll cry joy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I will cry joy. In time, Brock. But, um... Like,
2: Eric hit on how Paul, like, put over Balor huge. Because but but the, the most important key for me is how Finn's the smallest guy in the match. And... He's the biggest threat to Brock Lesnar that Paul Heyman feels. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I really liked about the promo because when you see Finn Balor, you don't think he could take Brock Lesnar. But when, if Paul Heyman says it, then you, you kind of, it. It, it becomes legitimized. And I'm uh, almost, I'm 99.9% sure that the Great Balls of Fire pay per view name is not sticking because they're not saying the name of this pay per view Yeah, because they're saying the winner faces Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. They don't say where. But it's it's at the pay-per-view. So it's uh, almost certain they changed the name of the show in July.
1: And you've been saying that for a few weeks now. Yeah. Uh, Heyman actually says, like, I hope you win. I want to see you against Brock. Finn, I give him a lot of credit, too. One of his weaknesses has always been, not that he can't talk, but he's not the best talker. Sometimes it's the accent, sometimes it might be some corny things they have him say, but I think since he's come back, his promos have gotten a lot better. Yeah, I think there's like something behind the words now that were not there before.
0: A little bit of misurgency.
1: Yeah, that, that's probably the best way to put it. Um, he ends up winning the match with Carl Anderson, which I thought was a really good match. I thought it was a fun match. Carl mm-hmm. um, Anderson is good when they give him a chance to go out there and do what he does. How much do you guys think that Finn Balor is going to win Money in the Bank?
0: He's not in Money in the Bank.
1: The oh, Fatal 5-Way. No, I'm sorry. The Fatal 5-Way. How much do you think that he's going to win it? Too much sub love. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I'm hoping. Uh, I think we're... I don't... Th- I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping it for the best viewership possible. Mm-hmm. Uh great friend of the show, Preptagon, said last week, you know, Mania, and I believe he's right, Mania yeah. next year would be a rematch, Roman versus Brock. I pray, from the bottom of my heart, <laughs> Brock is not carrying the Universal Championship from now, present day, or from when he won it last year at, the Mania, at Mania. Sorry, I say last year. Earlier <laughs> this year. Yeah. All the way until WrestleMania next year. He could drop it, maybe win it back. I don't need to see him hold that belt for a year. That'll be a burial. Mm-hmm. I would love the idea of maybe Balor beating him for the title. Balor winning this. Uh, I'm hoping. Because I don't see Brock putting anyone else over in the match. Um, he doesn't need to do it for Roman or Seth. I can't see them doing it for Bray after what he's been through. And as great as Samoa Joe is... in. Ron, you and I specifically have both said, you know, we didn't really know anything about him until yeah. he showed up in NXT. And, and his feud with Balor, who is the key component to this match to us, we didn't necessarily believe in him. I don't think WWE is going to let, as much as they want to skip it, they're not going to let a guy from TNA, you know... uh Take a big win against their monster Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So I can see, I, I see Ballard winning it if the title's going to change. If not, someone's taking a loss to Brock. At Great Balls of Fire. Wore, <laughs>
1: whatever uh, it's going to be
0: called. You know, July to remember, July to fly, whatever it's going be
1: called. Yeah, I, I do believe that Finn is going to win it. Um, Ayla, you said you do think so or you don't?
2: I think with the, uh, the stream Rules. I think mm-hmm. I think Finn's gonna win. My thing is, I don't know if if you face Brock Lesnar at in at a pay per view in July, the thing is, do we get the demon?
1: See, I don't think we do. That's where that, I that, think that, it that, comes that's the in. thing.
2: Yeah, and it's like okay, and that's the thing. It's like okay, you're facing Brock Lesnar, the the so called beast. So you're not gonna become the demon. That's the booking problem they have if they do that because you have to ex- expect that Vince wants to save the demon for the top for the for the big four
0: basically. Yeah,
2: and. You don't think it's
0: going to be Because NXT, it
2: was every pay-per-view. Yeah, but that's different because takeovers were more special. Takeovers were every two
0: to three months. And these pay-per-views are monthly. And so, so you think we're going to get Finn Balor? I think in, we'll in, get Finn. In, in nine in nine, ten days at Extreme Rules, we're going to get Finn Balor. We're not going to get the Demon. Yeah, yes. The yes. demon. And okay. I think when he Go. faces
1: Brock Lesnar, he will be Finn Balor. And then the really? rematch at SummerSlam. If there's a rematch I, at SummerSlam, I believe there will be a rematch at SummerSlam, and I believe we will get the Demon and he will take the title from Brock Lesnar. Because
2: I think I, other thing is I like Sum- it at SummerSlam. Maybe we get a fatal four-way. Yes, can, me on this. Maybe we get a fatal four-way so Brock doesn't have to get pinned. Because like, how you win a title off of Brock, and you can still get the Demon in a fatal four-way at SummerSlam. So that's that's the way you can get out of it too.
1: I want to see
0: Brock get pinned. <laughs> it's time. I said this last week. My exact Ooh. words.
1: <laughs> can, he, can, he go, can he come get this too? You know what, Brock? If you want to come to the six one zero, you can also get this work. I'm not. Nobody's immune. <laughs> uh, Intercontinental Championship. We have Dean Ambrose against a debuting on the main roster, Elias Sampson. Uh, I like that Graves hates Sampson, but he puts <laughs> over his in-ring work. You and I saw Elias Sampson at NXT in Philadelphia two years ago. Mm-hmm. And he had a really good match with uh, Apollo Crews. Mm-hmm. What did you think of his performance against Dean Ambrose?
2: Oh, it was fine. It was a fine match. I don't have much to say. I just love um, his reaction when Craig said was going to face Dean Ambrose. <laughs> just, with the hard tune, that like, dun, and just walked away. But <clears throat> I, didn't a, I didn't have a problem with him. I do love The Miz. He was...
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the match was, like you said, it was fine. I like that The Miz, too, is saying that he's not planning on using this DQ rule, that he's going to pin Dean Ambrose at uh, extreme rules. But The Miz ultimately comes in, hits Samson, so Dean loses by disqualification. So Elias Samson has now won his debut match, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose took a loss.
2: And it gets under Dean's skin. Yeah. Because it's going to it, it, it angers Dean, so like when that match comes, he is going to try his best to hurt The Miz and possibly can get disqualified. And only one instance that that rule actually came into effect and that's when um, Christian did the Randy Orton. Yeah. And Christian really provoked Mm -hmm. provoked Randy Orton in that match to get him to get disqualified. I wonder if The Miz is actually going to do that because The Miz is the perfect person to actually provoke you to get disqualified on purpose.
1: Yeah, I I think he will do it. I think he needs that belt back. I think it's time. But Dean chasing him out of the ring, chasing him around the ring. Ultimately, <laughs> need that shit. Ultimately, Samson is a swinging neckbreaker on Dean. So now there's kind of this thing between Dean and Elias Samson, too. I don't know what their plans are for Elias Samson. He's the next Intercontinental Champion. Like, that's something I was thinking. Is that the direction that they're going? I mean, that's the right
0: mm-hmm. way to push a so called jobber. I mean, or I guess I guess they could transfer Elijah to Smackdown and he could be the next WWE champion. That's <laughs> that's pretty much WWE logic these days. Has there been anyone
1: who's been less accomplished on NXT that they've put in a match like this? Like he did nothing in NXT. Uh the man. best thing he did was El Vagabundo. Yeah. <laughs> And that doesn't necessarily warrant being in the Intercontinental Championship picture. Do you think he's in the title picture, or they just threw him in there? just threw threw him in
2: there, because he was just basically drifting on Raw for weeks at this point.
1: True. Uh, Women's division. Alexa Bliss, very proud of herself for what she did to Bally last week. Says she's going to take Bally's dreams and turn them into nightmares. Kind of taking a page out of Bray Wyatt's book. When, before his steel cage match against John Cena... He said, "John, your nightmares are my dreams come true." That's what I thought of when I heard of this. When I heard her say this, uh, Alexa had a match against <coughs> Mickey James. I love the way Alexa goes for the pin. That she will always just dig her forearm into mm-hmm. your face when she pins you. She takes out the kendo stick, attacks Mickey with it. Bailey runs down, intervenes, chases Alexa with the stick, and. Michael Cole even says like, "Will Belly get extreme?
2: Is I, that is I, that going to be the thing? I hate that. That's the headline. It's so I stupid. I really do. I hate that.
1: Eck, do you like that that they're hyping? Is she going to be extreme?
0: No, because obviously if she's running around with it, she's going to get extreme. Do you think that plays into their match? That maybe she gets the kendo stick and won't use it? I think it's going to be stupid because if you're paying nine ninety nine to watch Extreme Rules plus tax. Hmm for us in PA, you don't pay tax. Ten fifty nine for us Pennsylvania. Yes. But if you have the network, maybe you've already seen her crack Tommy Dreamer with a kind of so cool. Yeah. Ah, I know. I am thinking way too much into it. <laughs> But you are. at the same damn time I yeah, that's just corny. If it's part of the theme, she's gonna climb up there, she's gonna get it. That's what she has to do. She's supposed to hit her with the this thing.
1: Kendo stick on a pole match How
0: Like It's original
1: I, You know what I'm not I shouldn't even act Like I'm surprised Cause these are <laughs> the same people That let Great Balls of Fire Get through So I shouldn't be well, surprised Well three yet Huh
0: It's not three yet You just heard my best friend
1: Well they may not do that But that like That got out That got through somewhere And got out to the public Like they honest. should have known I don't hate it Great Balls of Fire Or Kendo stick on a pole
0: Great Balls of Fire
1: I don't know why You don't hate that
0: I <laughs> think they could do worse.
1: I don't know how you hate The Miz, but you don't hate that.
0: So, here's my thing. They have an Extreme Rules named pay-per-view mm-hmm. that the matches are going to be non-extreme.
1: Oh, well, you won't get any argument from me there. That, to cool. me, is the pay-per-view that needs to change.
0: Alright, well, my ball they got some balls that are being be great and on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's something WWE can actually go forward with.
1: I don't know. I... Also in the women's division, we still have Sasha and Foxy. Why? I, I don't know. Well, it's the rubber match.
0: It's still a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. And Sasha it was going to be on 205 next week.
1: Oh. So help me You're God. Joking, right? <laughs> so help me God if that happens or if Cedric Alexander or somebody ends up now...
0: What if Cedric Alexander ends up tagging that?
1: I mean, okay. I, I don't foresee that happening, but I...
0: I, I, Would you be a, a four? Do you like her? Do you like him with her more than uh, her husband? No. Okay. Fair no,
1: right. I don't.
0: I uh, I don't know. It, Sasha got the, the win around with titles. What if she wins the woman's title around and they're ta- they're like boyfriend girlfriend, and he's got the cruiserweight title?
1: No, like one. I don't think they should do that. All right. Uh, I'm just asking. Just yeah. Just throwing monkey wrenches. <laughs> the, I. I just think this whole thing is kind of a waste of time. It's dumb. And if this leads to her, yeah, now teaming up with another guy on 205 Live, it's like, why are you doing... She does not need that. Like, this annoyed me when they did the whole thing with her and Enzo months and months ago. It's like, she does not need that. She can stand on her own. This is just getting in the way of, like, what she should be on that show. The The one thing I did like about this segment, though, was... I guess it was, uh... Something happened with Foxy and Noam Dar And Graves said If that didn't give you heart palpitation Something's wrong <laughs> <laughs> Like he's putting over what a great love story this is
0: well, I mean he he's He's invested in it Who? No. Graves Graves yeah he's the only one invested in it Um, I don't
1: know I don't know where this is going Honestly I don't know where anything in the Raw women's, women's division is going
0: No no, it doesn't make
1: you. a whole lot of sense to me.
0: Well, that's that's Monday night for us. That's three hours of you never really know where they're going.
1: Yeah, three hours every week we're never going to get back. We have the tag team division.
2: <laughs> Talk about you don't know where you're going.
1: Yeah, well, Matt Hardy beats Sheamus in a match where the winner chooses a stipulation. This must be the first time that a champion... The tag team champion has won either a non-title match or a singles match against their challenger. They're winning every one. Is anyone more dominant on Raw than the Hardys right now? I I, I honestly don't get this.
2: Okay, so you are no more contenders. So the Hardys have beat Cesaro and Sheamus in single competition, I think, four in the last six weeks. It's kind of silly that you're not you're not even a threat to these guys because you can't even get one up on them mm-hmm. in a four-week time span. It's been completely one-sided. The Hardys choose the match, so we know it's going to be a cage match. So you kind of got to assume that to make you seem viable that Cesaro and Sheamus are going to win the cage match. But I didn't have the Hardys dropping the titles to Cesaro and Sheamus. I had them drop into the Revival to put the young team over to make them look legitimate.
1: Yeah.
0: Heck, uh, I think Aaron made... About three great points right there. Um, I had the, I don't want to say dream fantasy booking. I mean, when I first heard Cage, I'm thinking the worst. Uh, I mean, whenever you hear Aaron complain about the Hardys, it's always Jeff <laughs> and, you know, the, um, the spot-seeking um, guy he was. I think about their cage match with the Dudleys and him sacrificing himself, doing a swanton to D-Von, moving out of the way, him crushing a table, and them losing the unification match. I heard cage, and I popped. I was like, they're dropping the titles. Yeah. They're going to go in singles runs. But this past Saturday in NXT, we had a ladder match. Mm -hmm. Uh, in 4 weeks we're going to have a ladder match for the Money in the Bank Mm -hmm. Uh, a couple months ago they returned at Wrestlemania in a ladder match and they won so a cage match makes sense I maybe foresee I don't know what kind of match they'll put them in because they just had singles matches I would want to think the Hardys would retain it would make sense that they would put over the Revival Um, however Sheamus and Cesaro just turned, so I, I see them winning. I, I see them leaving in a week and a half with the tag titles. Yeah. I, I hope that keeps the Hardys together a little bit, because but I don't know. I, I guess if they're going to go with I don't the Broken think that Gimmick.
1: They're, I don't think they're breaking them up until they do that, although then you see stories that WWE is not interested in the Broken Gimmick, which would be just like
0: them to not want to do the 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 thing everybody wants to see. Well, Well, here's my thing. I think everyone that wants to see it, they should move forward as where they left off. Brother Nero and Broken Matt. What I'm nervous of them doing is redoing the whole gimmick. I'm nervous... I of believe
1: them. they will redo the whole thing.
0: I'm nervous of them breaking them up, Matt being... Turning on Jeff for him being a spot monkey, mm-hmm. as he referred to him, and then him eventually bringing Jeff back in and Jeff being basically his servant. And that's what I think is going to end up He's turning new. out. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Whichever way they want to spin um, the brother Nero. But uh, I do see them dropping the titles in the cage. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure yet. I haven't really made up my mind on that. I do believe it will be 2001 all over again. Yeah? <laughs> I, think Je- I think Jeff Hardy is going to cost them the match.
1: Uh, I could see that.
0: Uh, we have I believe before Matt was broken he cost them the titles in uh in a six-sided cage in TNA I believe
1: he did as well so. uh, we had big cash finding uh, Enzo beaten down backstage not that we have to get too much into this I thought I was cash say, was did actually, we talk about this I thought cash was actually really good in this segment mm-hmm. I think he's been better when he's been on his own Um and I of course love that Graves is so happy. Like when we find out who did this, I want to give him a high five.
0: <laughs> now, now let's let's give uh, social media I guess their credit. Mm-hmm. Any production who did it is it obvious? I assumed it was the revival. Yeah, I picked the revival or cast. Oh, you think cast did it?
1: That's it's, a thought I had. It's but. a long shot because
2: like they have bookings as a team like for appearances after for like upcoming in like three in a week in a couple of weeks or so that's
0: my so best like, friend I like it I think that's nah. the most creative thing so you know what I hoped for immediately what's that I hope Goldust did it <laughs> um, I hope Goldust did it and then that didn't make sense and then I saw Cesaro and Seamus doing it and then I was like hmm doesn't really make sense and then a on social media that most likely it's the revival if it was cast, I think that could be almost the coolest scenario.
1: That would be good. I, I would not be uh, upset with that. Uh, cruiserweights. We had Tony Nice and Austin Aries. Aries gets the win. Neville ends up attacking Tony Nice afterwards because he wasn't able to take out Austin Aries as he was supposed to. Poor Akira- Nice. We're yeah. still pulling for you. We are. We always will be. Akira Tozawa beats Arya Devari. That senton off the top rope is awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, gets a lot of height on it. Uh, I, I thought that was great.
0: The one on 205 Live was beautiful. That was awesome. Tazawa gets height.
1: Yeah, he does. I'm a big, big fan of Akira Tozawa.
0: Did you see the main event from 205 Live?
1: I didn't. I saw some highlights of it. I haven't watched it yet.
0: I know you've been saying it since the pinnacle mm-hmm. of 205 Live, since its birth. Mm-hmm. Um, Watch that match. <laughs> I will. So you originally said if someone tells you to watch a match, there's been matches that I know I told you to watch. There was a, a five way number one contenders match. That one we watched. This is this is a match. Watch it. This this match is awesome. Um, Tony Neese actually, if you did not see it, or this is great to note. <laughs> uh, as much as we all know, uh, the Matt Man and his crew is a fan of Tony Nieves. <laughs> Tony Neese actually tweeted out a picture of someone front row while Tazawa is doing his leap of faith. Mm-hmm. And there's someone front row with the best view in the house to this move, texting. <laughs> and he circles him with red ink and says, <laughs> you should have just stayed home instead of wasting the money on this seat. <laughs> I, the, the match is insane. I'll go so far to say it was the best match of the week hmm. in WWE. Yeah, I will definitely watch it. Yeah, what? Are you counting NXT? No, I wasn't. I was counting Backlash. Okay. Uh, I was counting Backlash. I did not count NXT. Okay. Does it compete with what was on NXT? No. Will it compete? I'll say compete. I don't want to say it beats it.
1: I mean, you guys know I wasn't quite as high on the UK match. As everyone else, only because I really don't know enough about those two guys.
0: I, I don't either. The match was great. Um, I, I may get hate for this. Uh, I liked it match. I do think it was the best match of the show. I would even still say the the tag team championship match. Maybe it's due to the outfall afterwards. Mm-hmm. I, I the latter match was better than this. Those three matches were the best matches WWE produced this weekend.
2: Well, or this like- week. Those two matches, the ta- the tag titles and the UK title on the match of the board, if anybody's
1: <laughs> anybody's keeping track. Yeah. Uh we had Apollo Cruz backstage with Kalisto. Titus obviously breaks that all up. Oh, he did, wants that, to be the we, first read, international right. member.
0: Did did Apollo Cruz do this?
1: I don't think so. I don't think
0: so. It's
1: possible, but I, I don't think so. But I, knew I was forgetting. Someone. He had reason to. Maybe I, it was Titus. I couldn't <laughs> stop
2: laughing when Apollo was like, "Titus has all these connections." I'm like, what
1: connections? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. Him saying that Kalisto wants to be the first international client of the Titus brand. I thought it was great.
0: Uh, I did like how he flipped that.
1: Yeah, Kalisto got the win over Apollo. Correct. Mm-hmm.
2: No selfie, which I was upset about.
1: Yeah, me too. We had a gold dust vignette. Loved it. Golden Age is back. Loved it. I was
0: indifferent about how I thought about the new paint scheme.
1: Yeah, I I did like it, though. I enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, that's everything from Raw, unless anybody else has anything.
2: Nope.
1: Do we have any uh, listener questions?
2: Yeah, we got a listener question from the Godfather, Joe Lafferty. He wants us to book the WWE Universal, IC, and U.S. title matches for SummerSlam.
1: Wow. This is not my strength. <laughs> uh, fantasy booking. What what do you have, Alo?
2: I personally think for the for the universal title, we may get a fatal four way to get the title of Brock. I say Brock, Finn, Roman, and maybe it's too. It may be eh. Joe. I'm not. I, I'm, I, I'm not sure. So on the fourth guy, I can see Joe or Bray Wyatt as the fourth guy. I I the IC title, I think the Miz will still have it. And maybe maybe you can get Seth Rollins down there. And for the WWE title, I think it's going to be it's hard as I I think they're all in on Jinder Mahal at this point. I wouldn't be shocked if Nakamura gets it if you have Jinder Shinsei as your main event. Mm-hmm. And for the US title, I think it's going to be Kevin Owens still da- still down there. And I hope you will get him versus Cena again, because I don't see Cena holding any titles because he's going to be in and out so much because of all these movies he's doing and appearances.
1: Yeah, I, I have, and again,
0: we're doing all four singles titles, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I, have more than just the, the the top four singles titles, and I may get ripped apart for what I I picked. Like I said, I am not good at this. I have Universal Title Finn Balor against. Brock Lesnar, in a which rematch. I mentioned earlier, in a rematch. I have Jinder Mahal against John Cena. I think that that would actually be really big.
0: Is that 17? Uh,
1: could be. But that all depends on whether he's actually going to be there.
0: Uh, Intercontinental. Oh, be there.
1: Intercontinental. I have The Miz as the champion against Seth Rollins because I needed something for Seth Rollins to do. It's, it's the same thing with me. Um... U.S. title, I have a triple threat, Owens, Nakamura, Styles, because I need to get both of those guys on the show. Then for the Raw women's, I have Alexa Bliss as the champion against Sasha Banks and Bayley. Probably not going to happen, but I don't know what the hell else they're going to do. SmackDown women's, I have Charlotte as the champion against Becky Lynch. Raw tags, I have the Hardy still as champions against Sheamus and Cesaro, Enzo and Cass, and The Revival. SmackDown Tag. I have Brazongo as the champions against a heel New Day, and then I have the cruiserweights Austin Aries against T.J. Perkins. Eck, you have any any
0: matches to throw out there? Well, I guess I'll we'll kind of go in the middle where I won't go as deep as you, but I will extend out. Um, fantasy booking. I would like to see. I love what you said. SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Brizango, Heal New Day. An alternative, Breezango go in with the tag titles. As long as they win the titles between then and now, I'm happy. Um, no knock to the Raw brand. I don't really have a fantasy booking for their tag division. Um, kind of vice versa. I have no fantasy booking for SmackDowns because in the potential dream that the women's have a Money in the Bank ladder match, mm-hmm. which would be insane. I think it will be so cool. Um, I'm... I can't fantasy book them. In a Raw for SummerSlam, one of the big four, and if you ask me, one of the big three, it's one of the three biggest Mm -hmm. and most most important wrestling shows of the year, a one-on-one match, Alexa Bliss defending the title against Sasha. One-on-one. I think that'll be better than a triple threat. Uh, I think the chemistry when those two are in the ring is money. Um, I think it's as good, if not better, than Sasha and Charlotte. Um, In a United States title picture, I would love to see Owens and Styles. I would love to see Owens carry the title till then and drop it to Styles. Mm -hmm. Um, Intercontinental title picture. um, Just to be a prick. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose still holding the title. And I'm going to go with him defending it against Seth Rollins. Uh, Good old buddies. They've, you know... um, focused on the WWE Championship. Seth has never won the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, it's another uh, another topic for another day, but if Styles, or I'm sorry, if Seth were to win that match, uh, Seth would be the first one of the three to be a Grand Slam winner. Hmm. Um, All three of them from The Shield are one title away from being a Grand Slam winner. I think that would be a great match. Um, Now, moving off towards the uh, main titles I'll go Universal first I love the idea of versus um, Brock and Finn whether it be a rubber match or I like the idea of Finn winning it and this being the rematch where Brock's end and going from it either way there uh, I would like to see it be these two in the you know one of the top three biggest shows of the year uh, Ballard defending it Moving forward to the WWE Championship, I actually read somewhere earlier today, Jinder wants to face Cena um, to prove to fans mm-hmm. that he actually, you know, if he can go Who in does the India ring. Who a
1: root for there? <laughs> <laughs> Who's their heart? I um, don't know.
0: <laughs> <Rubble> Roman. Roman. <laughs> hmm. This is a hard one because at the same time, I've already put Styles and Owens, which I would wish they were... Um, you know, obviously, I'm thinking about someone winning money in the bank and cashing in. I'm gonna go a complete different route. Fantasy booking WWE Championship. I'll even pick the winner. Fantasy as it gets. Um, Jinder Mahal defending the WWE Championship, and I'm giving that that Jinder Mahal runs with the WWE title all summer. Jinder Mahal defending it against Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn going over. Hmm,
1: I like that. Uh, do we have any
0: more questions? That's it for tonight. I I have I, one more. I actually wanted to bring a concept back okay um we just had the Godfather of the show ask a question um he had a nice concept going I figure we'd bring back the uh overrated underrated okay I had three topics to figure we could each get into so I'll go with the first one and uh, I guess i'll I'll go around clockwise and I'll end it um overrated underweight uh, overrated underrated for the cruiserweight division
1: the division is underrated I think people are not reacting to it. The way we would like to see, I think the show is kind of being set up to fail based on the fact that it's after the show, and people are leaving. They're not in front of a packed house. It, uh, but I think I think it's underrated. I think it's underappreciated too. Yeah,
2: I, I agree completely. Everything Ron said. They're in a bad. They're in a bad spot. Not everybody has a character. In- mm-hmm. That, that, that's the problem, because Cedric Alexander he he was starting to come out of his shell before he got hurt. So, as you know, with the cruiserweight with the cruiserweight title, the guy who has the most personality is basically won the won the title. So if you don't have personality, you're just just basically 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 a guy. So I think it's underrated because there's a lot of good talent. It's just the fact that they're not doing a great job to make you care.
0: Well, I'll I'll go at least for the rating system. I'll call this a landslide where I will say it's as well underrated. Uh, my main theory. Again, I, I said this earlier, watch the main event this week. I, I'm not an avid 205 uh, viewer. I don't get to watch it mm-hmm. every week. I like to think guys that we're friends with and um, guys that we watch the shows with together or that we attend the WWE events, the House of Hardcore events together with, if we were there at a SmackDown event, I like to think we would stay for 205 five. I
1: absolutely would.
0: Um, I would like to think anyone that's going to be there is a die-hard wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and you would think would be invested. Uh, I would like to think anyone that's in the crowd during 205 should be giving it their appreciation. Yeah, um, I know the guys that are out there performing, they're giving it their all. I know the matches aren't bad, and I know they're busting their ass. I don't think WWE... Portrays everyone well, but I do think there's characters waiting there to be developed. Yeah, um, I know, I know. Our good friend uh, Joe Lafferty doesn't um, like the cruiserweight division for the fact that he thinks every one of these guys should be competing mm-hmm. for the WWE championship. In my opinion, as we all know, or how I feel about our new WWE champion, I don't. <laughs> th- I don't think everyone deserves to compete for that title. So I think everyone should have a championship to compete for. Whether it be a tag title, a mid card title, a lower mid card title, or a title that's for your weight or below, yeah, um, I think it's underrated, and I, I hope the best for whatever direction they move forward. I think right now, you know, um, obviously with the main event from two hundred five this uh, two hundred five live this week, we have Brian Kendrick and a new guy in Tozawa. They have nothing to do with the championship right now. And that's the storyline they're ending. Yeah, we have a championship storyline, and then anyone that's kind of a heel is with Neville. TJ Perkins turned; he's now a heel. He's with him. Tony Neese who you know, everyone on uh, the Matt Madness mm-hmm. panel, we get a, a rep for being a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. We we're invested in him with with or without a yeah. character. Um, and then you have you know baby faces. You have um, you have Gallagher. You know there are characters there. They just got to do a little more with them. Mm-hmm. I think they do need to figure out a better way to get the show viewed, but uh, definitely on the radar.
1: Yeah. So what's what do you got next?
0: Next one, uh, we kind of got into this earlier, and this was something I was thinking about, and I wanted to get into it earlier. And obviously, I brought it up, and I thought this was something I only feel mm-hmm. uh, Raw and SmackDown matches overrated, underrated.
1: Overrated, because for the most part, it's just recycled stuff we see every week. So overrated. <laughs>
0: Agree. <laughs> cool. I I thought I I thought I was gonna be the one to say overrated. Everyone's gonna say underrated. Uh, I guess specifically going in, into the main event on a Monday Night Raw, do we all look at that as that match is gonna be overrated? Yeah. Because you know you specifically hear Michael Cole and you know anyone sitting beside him putting over the potential match we're about to watch, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's usually mount mal- uh, amounts to anything. And uh, for the month of May, we. Uh, viewed a show from a different promotion. So uh, I wanted to get into ECW for a overrated, underrated.
1: That's a tough one. Man.
2: I'll take that first. I'll, I'll go underrated because early ECW, they basically created the cruiserweight division. And a lot of those guys that we loved and became world champions, like Ray Mysterio, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, even even some of the best wrestlers in the world, like Dean Malenko, who, who doesn't get enough recognition. They all started in ECW. And WCW took those guys and created the cruiserweight division, even Eddie Guerrero, too. And they, they helped WCW produce most of their best matches. They helped produce those sets. W, they, ECW helped those guys go to WCW, then WCW, they went to WWE. And they and how many world champions did we get that started in ECW? So ECW was basically, you could say, the NXT. The yeah. version of NXT to get these guys ready and actually, and actually in the long run go to WWE and actually become top stars.
1: There's part of me that was leaning a little bit towards overrated, and that's not for me to say that I don't like ECW because I loved it. But the fact that we're still getting ECW chants and all that, and I think people—it's one of those things that like you romanticize it looking back. Mm-hmm. Like you don't—I think a lot of people do that with the Attitude Era. They forget there was a lot of crap during the Attitude Era too. But A-Lo kind of swayed me there. You're—you're you're right. That was like the breeding ground for a lot of what made the Attitude Era and the Monday Night mm-hmm. War. So I—I I guess I will go with with it's
0: underrated. I will, without a doubt, go uh, underrated. Um, as much as you use a great word with uh, romanticize mm-hmm. about it, um, I know you know friends of mine that lived and breathed that time period, and you know when we event um, attend indie shows uh, that are hosted by ECW originals, mm-hmm. that you know the chance in the arena, and you know. You have the old-timers that were there, and they come out, and they perform, and they do their match. You're most wondering, like, this much past their prime, you know, was this overrated? Was this, you, you know, is, is this really what all the yeah. hype was? But at the same time, they're still, they're still kicking ass, and if you think about everything the company did, obviously, if 17 years later, it's still making an impact, and whether you think about how much certain guys got to go in the ring... Stone Cold got his best promos ever there. Rob Van Dam was there till the place closed and he's one of the best things that place ever produced. Um, We've said it before Taz was better done in ECW than he was done in WWF. There are guys that were better there than they were elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, There are guys that would have never had a big break if they weren't in there. So I would definitely say underrated. And again, seventeen years after the doors closed, that place still matters.
1: Yeah, it does. I have one other question from uh, one of the hosts of Falls Count Anywhere, Russ DiAgostino. His question is: He basically he wanted to ask our opinion on a potential women's Money in the Bank ladder match that has been rumored. Ayla, what are your opinions on on that becoming a reality?
2: I think it's good. It puts the women in the middle on an equal level. I thought they could have had they could have benefited from last year because they actually had a. They didn't have the brand split, so they could actually work with more yeah, women. Yeah, So I thought that would, I thought that should happen last year. But I am interested to see because um, I don't know if they're gonna do five women. If they do five women, that's the that's the rest of the remaining women, that are active on the roster. Because you'll have Naomi in the champ, the more contender for the women's title. I don't know what it's gonna look like, um, because of the, with the spots and stuff. But I think it's good. It makes them both equal. Both equal, and I'm in, I, I'm interested to see how a woman would actually carry a Buddy thing briefcase. Me too. And I I want well. I don't it to be
0: think, a purse. I don't.
2: Think, <laughs> I don't think Ellsworth. I don't think um Carmella's going to be in it. I think she's going to get a title title match, but I would love Ellsworth climbing the ladder for Carmella.
0: Awesome. <laughs> oh that, my god. <laughs> that is a that is a great point. Uh, I I basically said this earlier, but I, I think it's a phenomenal idea. I like the idea of doing it on SmackDown rather than Raw. Uh, I don't want to say they're a little more stacked. But I think five is kind of a good way. It's kind of like with um, the Mania match. Excuse me. The uh, WrestleMania tag team ladder match. You had eight superstars out there. And they didn't have a lot of time. But they got to do a lot of spots. I feel like with five people. They'll kind of get to scatter out. Be able to give it a little more time. I really hope this happens. Because it was rumored last year. And it didn't happen. But I think there's a lot of great great ways they could do this. Uh, I think it's obvious, or at least it would be a cliffhanger. You would expect Charlotte to win, and then Mm -hmm. maybe either a heel turn from Becky, and she turns. Uh, Not per se a heel turn, but or a heel gets the better of her, and and they win. I do think this could be really cool, and I do hope it's something they move forward with.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. I hope they do it. I think they deserve it. I think these, especially on SmackDown those women have earned it and they actually have a full division that you can buy any one of them in there the fact that they all want that title so bad I mean maybe that's what could come, maybe, the, maybe this number one contenders match maybe we somehow end up with some kind of no finish I don't know how that would happen but maybe that's what ultimately leads to this Money in the Bank ladder match I don't know but I would like to see it I think they deserve it I think it would be a lot of fun and it would be cool to see. Like, I don't know what it would look like to see a woman carrying the briefcases. Is it going to be the same briefcase? They're going to do something different. I don't know. I'm curious to see.
0: What do you guys say about a purse? No.
1: They would never do that. Uh, they, they don't want to call them divas anymore. They're definitely not going to give them a purse. <laughs> what about a duffel bag? I wouldn't mind a duffel bag.
2: Secure the bag.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, anything anybody else has before we That's go? It. Alright, so that's the show for this week. Uh, Again, check out Falls Count Anywhere. Check out the Hot Tag with uh, Flip Gordon. Check out The Perfect Edge coming soon. Check out Throwback Madness also coming soon.
0: Chosen Um, by the Great One.
1: Yes, so for Eck2Fly Eric Trembicki, for the voice that runs the place, the European champion hailing from Bangor, Maine until someone from that state downloads this podcast, Mr. Wednesday Night Live, ALO Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week.
0: Tuning up the band. Y'all don't understand. Fist a Superman. It's a Summer Slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man. Man, I hate my balls. Shut the Mr. Man. It ain't shake the land. Off the cell. Fans love it. Ain't hard to tell. Talking madness. Awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man. Y'all off the smell.